Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Hello and welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Reagan, joined by John, and today we're going to be talking some NBA news. Uh, we're going to get John's Super Bowl prediction, which I believe I put mine on the last time we were on, but... We're going to get his as Super Bowl is this weekend, and I'm going to talk about Tom Brady's retirement. Let's start with the trade deadline for the NBA and the biggest moves. Yeah, there's some headliners coming from the Nets as far as Kyrie Irving going to the Mavericks, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, and then also Kevin Durant heading to the Suns. Uh, with the Suns only getting Kevin or Kevin Durant, which is kind of like an only, but... Uh, and what they gave up was Bridges, Cameron Johnson, uh, a 2023 first round pick a 2025 first round pick a 2027 first round pick uh 2020 yeah i just said 2027 and then 2028 first round pick and then also a 2029 first round pick and then two for uh second round picks from milwaukee which was also included on the trade which they got jay crowder so honestly they gave up a lot of their future uh to get kevin durant they would probably say and a lot of Suns fans would probably say um that that improves their chances um because it obviously does having chris paul and kevin durant on the same team that's going to help any team kind of move in the right direction uh plus add booker on there as well and then you're and Aiden. they have a really good squad uh and before he came in now they obviously lose four pieces in the whole deal um but kevin durant can obviously fill that gap the problem lies in the future of this squad because i read off to you i think they lost about five first round picks um and granted, there's only a couple rounds of uh, NBA NBA lottery draft, but at the same time, you don't have any sort of name in that re- arena for a while unless you are able to create some type of trade to get things going in, in the right direction or whatever the case may be. Um, however, it seems like Kevin Durant is already doing his work just by being there of getting people who want to come to the Suns. Um, and, and, the, and now I heard that Reggie Jackson, if he's bought out, um, I think he went to the Hornets in the trade. I could be wrong, but if he gets bought out by the team he went to trade, trade to, he wants to make his way to the Suns uh, in a deal. So that would booster some three-point play from them there. And then also, Kyrie Irving, once he's done with his time in the Mavericks, is also uh, I've heard that his name is also kind of still out there as a possible player that might want to move to the Phoenix Suns as well. So they could be very good uh, just from that one trade. Yeah, they lose uh, some rookie talent. In the long run, but you know Kevin Durant, if they can give get a couple of um, final victories from it, I think that's probably gonna be worth their while. Uh, if you're a Suns fan, uh, the other team that I think did a really good job in the trade deadline was the Lakers. Uh, they got multi, they got Mo Bamba from the Magic, and they also sent Patrick um, or uh, Pat Beverly to the Magic. But it doesn't sound like he'll play at all, and wants to make his way back to the. Uh, back to the Timberwolves. They also got D'Angelo Russell if you're uh, the Lakers. Um, lost Thomas Bryant, but obviously he didn't want to be there after after uh, after Anthony Davis came back. He said he wanted to leave, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, even though he actually was doing decent for the squad. Uh, but I think having those two guys, those are the main guys. I know they added a few extra pieces, but I think Mo Bamba is going to be really good for him. Give him a second guy besides Anthony Davis to go out there and play the center position. Uh, and I think he's going to have a lot of success in the Lakers. I think he adds a... Uh, extra level of dimension to them and then D'Angelo Russell I think he's going to be really good as far as getting the three-point going because this team historically is not great at the three-ball game yeah they got LeBron James Russell Westbrook's now gone 
He, um, so that's another piece that's been moved to the Lakers, but they're really looking at it, trying to figure out this team, make them better. And I think the moves that they have made are going to help them be better in the long run. So I'm excited to see what the Lakers look like, uh, just cause I think I want to see LeBron James win another championship in, uh, in Los Angeles. Cause it was also cool to see him break the all time scoring record, th- uh, this week. Um, so that was fun to be able to watch him do that and, and have a team that's finally building up in the right direction after losing Kyrie Irving unless he went to the Mavericks. That was a team that they, a player that they wanted, weren't able to land him. So I think that's going to be uh, big for them in the long run as well as it's just adding different players. Um, and then the other trade that was big was the Mavericks getting Kyrie Irving. We talked about that when the trade happened on Monday, uh, and then we saw him play in between now, uh, between Monday and now. And he played really well. He opens up another dimension for that team. Now, Luka wasn't on the court. But if they went on together, then that team can be very, very good because he draws a lot of attention, and he's very shifty. So he's able to make plays for himself, or he's able to make plays for the other people around him. We saw the very beginning of that game against the Clippers. He started out out of the gate hot, but he also made the guys around him instantly better. Uh, And I think they ended up even winning that game. So that's going to be big for them to be able to have a guy like that on their on their roster and, and start to help. Because like we talked about, I don't think the Mavericks are were that great. Yeah, I'd carry in there. And I don't know how long he'll stay with them. Like I said, he's, his name's still in the hat a little bit here as far as the ever-revolving door of uh, trades and people going to different places. So I think that's going to be interesting to see what happens there as well. Uh, but I think he's definitely going to have a lot of success uh, at, at, the, uh, at, uh, at the Mavericks. The only other trade... Um, there's a couple other things in here that are, I mean, there's a lot of other pieces that have moved around that are going to kind of boost different squads. The 76ers traded, for, or the Blazers traded for Thibel, uh from the Sixers, so they have him now, and then also sent Josh Hart to the Knicks. Uh, so Jalen Brunson and Hart are able to play together again after their time in college. But those are kind of the biggest storylines um, coming from the trade deadline and some of the stuff that I'm looking at, and we'll keep talking about it as things kind of progress and, and, and kind of blow up. And if any of the trades that I missed that are actually turned out to be better than, you know, previously thought, but I'm excited to see what Kevin Durant looks like on the Suns. Yeah. All right. So that's a lot of moves, a lot of exciting things going on for the NBA, but this weekend, the most exciting event in the NFL year, the Super Bowl coming up. Let's get your picks for that game. Yeah. I th- we broke it down in the game uh, quite a bit over the last couple of podcasts. So I personally, like everybody else on the podcast, going to pick the Chiefs. I think, do I think the the Eagles are just going to get smacked down and, and you know ultimately shut down? No, I think it'll be a close game. I don't think the Eagles are going to be just you know absolutely obliterated. I think they still have really good pieces, and I think Jalen Hurts is still a really good quarterback. Now he's going against a good Kansas City team, uh, but like I said, he's going to have to come out of the gate throwing the football as opposed to just running the football because the Chiefs are going to be expecting the run game to open up, and that's what they're going to be expecting. So you're going to have to try to do the unexpected a little bit and do something that you're not normally known for and what you're not known for throughout the playoffs is you know throwing the football you had a little of that and you had some success there but running the football is really where you're at I guess it also you're gonna have to get after Patrick Mahomes you're gonna have to make his life miserable back there with the pass rush and I think the pass rush and the defense is what's gonna help them either stay in the game or lose the game because I I think they're gonna struggle with stopping the run game of the Chiefs we saw that against uh, San Francisco where Christian McCaffrey still was able to have his way, even though uh, they knew it was going to happen. He still got a lot of yards, and they also had that touchdown run. So I think the run game is going to happen. So I think the defense is where the things are going to start, and then everything kind of kind of builds from there. Uh, but if I had to guess, as far as the score prediction, uh, as far as what's the what's the spread, 
uh, going to be, I would say anywhere from like 10 to seven points, depending on, depending on, you know, how the defense plays. I think they're going to be excited. I think they're going to come out of the gate swinging, but you know, like I said, I think I got the Kansas City Chiefs, but I'm going to go by seven. All right. Yeah. That's, I think most people think the Chiefs are going to win. I think that it'll be close, but Patrick Mahomes is always very, very hard to beat. All right. So what did you think of Tom Brady's retirement? This one looks final so far. Yeah, we got news that he has filed uh, some paperwork, apparently this paperwork to retirement, to uh, the NFLPA and the NFL uh, themselves saying that he's basically fully retired. So uh, he's. I think that, that, that letter basically means that he is officially and fully done. Um, the one thing that it does mean for the Bucks is they lose like $22 million. Uh, they can't do anything with that because of the way he's handling his retirement, but it does make it official and final that – uh, it looks like he will be done. That's what the news is kind of breaking in the NFL right now. So that's big for Tampa because now Tampa has to figure out life without Tom Brady, uh, which they kind of already began uh, once Tom Brady announced his retirement, but no one ever – I didn't personally fully believe it. Now I kind of do. We also know he won't be coming to broadcasting until 2024, uh, skipping the 2023 season. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to watch to kind of see how he kind of moves into that whole arena. But the Bucks need to figure out who their long-term solution is going to be. Uh, I mean, maybe they pick up Derek Carr. That's going to really depend on if he's cut or traded because uh, I don't think the Bucks want to give up any of their pieces. But it's probably going to have to come through the draft as opposed to through anything, uh, free agency or anything like that. But it seems to me that Tom Brady is done uh, and moving on to the next chapter of his life. So Tampa, uh, Tampa's going to have to do the same and figure out what life without Tom Brady looks like and see where they can get after that. Yeah, I'm excited to see him in the booth coming in 2024. So we'll be looking forward to that. All right, well, Super Bowl weekend is coming up. Everybody get excited for that, and we'll talk after the Super Bowl. See you. God bless.